Hey everybody. Hey, we're so glad to have you again with us today. And I'm Scott, along with my lovely wife, Teresa. And you know what, guys? We, we just have an awesome, awesome podcast today. We have a, a friend of, of uh, Teresa's, been friends for many years. And uh, we can't wait for you to hear the awesome things that God has anointed her to do for the state of Texas. I mean, you know, if, if you're not from Texas, if you're from the European nations, then you're going to enjoy this also. So her name is Tracy Bradford. And Tracy, we're so glad to have you with us. And uh, at this point, I'm going to let my lovely wife, Teresa, take over. You know, Tracy, one of the things I love the most about you is you're one of the few friends I have that has real red hair. <laughs> you're an actual redhead. I can't wait for everybody to... Well, y'all can see her picture up there. She's just gorgeous. Tracy and I have known each other for quite some time. It's not one of those relationships where we're able to keep in touch because we were talking earlier how, you know, time changes people's lives and life happens and people go their separate ways. But we do have a friendship that when we do get back together, we seem to be able to pick up where we left mm -hmm. off. And I am so proud of this girl. Um, she is one of those uh, women out there that nobody needs to be intimidated by, but someone that we look to. I'll just put it that way. And um, she always wanted to be an attorney growing up and never wanted to be married or have children. And, and uh, But God had another plan for her. And she, she did all the opposite because of what he had for her. But she has stayed true to her vision and her love of legislation. And I don't want some of y'all that are not into that. This is not going to be a boring podcast. This is very, very important. Some of the things that she says are going to surprise you because not only does your vote count, but your prayers count probably just as much. So having said all that, I want to introduce you to my beautiful friend, Tracy Bradford, who is president of the Texas Eagle Forum. And that's a big deal, y'all. And she'll tell you why. Hello, Tracy. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I, I love the color green that you have on. I texted her last, or actually emailed her last night, said, what color are you going to wear? And she said, green. And I thought, what color green? But I didn't, I didn't get back in touch with her. It goes great with uh, your hair. Tracy, how do you think we met? Do you think it was at church or at uh, someone's house that we knew? I think it was at the prayer meeting at Bill's. I think it was, I, I too. Because mm -hmm. then we were also doing the Daniel ministry, and I asked if you would be part of that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The prayer ministry we started at Richland Hills. That's right. And what is... Tracy can pack a room. If, if people know that she's going to be the speaker, we don't have to worry about people not showing up. And back in 2000... And uh, 2000, uh, 2001, what's wrong with me? 9-11, yeah. it was actually the day I was getting ready to go to this church where we were both attending at the time. It's called The Hills now, to hear her speak. And I was going to try to get there early because, like I said, I wanted a good seat because she can pack a room. And I looked at my television set as I was walking through the den to get some coffee, and I saw the Twin Towers in New York blowing up. And I thought, that's a movie. I actually thought it was a new movie that was the trailer for. And the more I listened to it, the more I realized that's New York City, and those and this is really happening. So I went on and went to church to get to the to the room where everybody was, and, and everybody showed up. We had a great crowd, but she didn't get to speak because every, all eyes were glued to the television that they had in there because, as everybody knows, it changed history. And so uh, that will forever be ingrained in my mind every year because that happened. And we know that the enemy tries to stop people from doing things that he has in mind. And wow, 
9-11, Tracy, was what uh, happened to you that day that kept you from speaking after all the preparation and prayer that you went into that day. So that is forever etched in my mind. But that's that's what I want everybody to know about her. And uh, we're so blessed to have you in the role that you are in because you're a woman of God. And why don't you tell everybody exactly what the Texas Eagle form is and what you do. Thank you. Um, interesting you would mention 9-11 because the night before we had been at Bill's and people were praying for me because I was going to be speaking the next day. Mm -hmm. And they started praying things about God's going to protect you. There's this mighty angel that will protect your family. You're going into war. And I remember thinking, ladies, I'm teaching Bible class, people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the next morning, all of this is happening. And when we got there, I don't know if you remember that people were getting pretty upset. And so all these stories were coming out. And at some point, God just put in my heart, stand up, take the microphone, and pray. Mm. And that's what we ended up doing for the next several hours mm -hmm. was praying. And how this connects a little bit with Eagle Forum is at one point I said, if you um, will let God put on your heart, he will direct you how to pray mm -hmm. specifically. And I said, maybe for the Pentagon. And I mentioned you could pray for, maybe you're supposed to pray for O'Brien. Mm -hmm. Well, after I got involved with Eagle Forum, I was invited to a fundraiser. And I was introduced to this incredible couple. And it was, uh, at that point, Brian Birdwell and Mel Birdwell. These are just people that, he's now a senator. He was in the Pentagon. He actually, mm -hmm. if you, uh, his story, he was burned over 90% of his body. Wow. And, and so I thought back, it was in my journal. Wow. And I thought how God had brought that first full circle. And Eagle Forum is kind of the same thing with me. It, it's something I've always had a love of government. And, and I, I'm a, I, like, I like to read legislation. I find it interesting. Uh, I mean, that's weird. But, but at the same time, I have a passion for our nation. I, I believe that God um, blessed us with this nation. And um, I also have a passion for prayer. And God just opened a door with a, with a group. Um, I started in Dallas, Dallas Eagle Forum. And the one thing that was clear to me was in order to do this, I needed to be able to keep God front and center in my life. And also raising children. So if you're telling them one thing and doing another, um, that's, just, that's just not going to work. And so the more I got involved, I was able to go and work with people in legislation, but hopefully also bring um, to that prayer and God's strategy, God's wisdom, not just um, jump into something to do it just because it's something I want to do. This this takes a lot of time, and being with Texas Eagle Forum, one of the things we do is uh, hopefully um, build relationships and encourage uh, legislators that are down there. One thing that's important to me is to build relationships. So, Tracy, how, how do you do this with kids and homeschooling your kids and also being married and what is that? I know it's changed over the years. You've stayed true to your passion, even though it's looked different in all these different seasons. But tell us a little bit about that, because women that are listening, even men, are wondering, how do they do that and still stay married? <laughs> For one thing, how many hours do you put into this, so on and so forth? Right now, um, I would say more hours than in the past, just because I've moved from a just a local group to now it's a state organization. And I have to remember that. I'm still sometimes focused on the Metroplex, and there's a whole state to try to communicate with and make sure we're all connected. With that said, I don't care what you're doing. I, as a believer, I've got to start with prayer. 
I've got to start, make sure I'm in the Word. My kids can tell when my quiet time is being interrupted. And they will say, did you get your prayer time this morning? Which is code for, you seem really stressed. And it's not that I don't have very stressed days. It's not that we have not done this wrong in the past. There have been mistakes and adjustments, and I think that's important for people to remember. To this day, there are days I think, I can't do this. And that's true. I can't do this. We, a family, God, you know, that relationship. When I said earlier, you know, relationships are so important to me, the most important one is truly my relationship with Christ. And if I can't find my identity in that, then I'm going to be a problem for other people. I'm going to put things on them that either I need or think they need to do for me, or they're my source of happiness or my source of promotion or whatever it would be. And that's not, that's not going to work. It's going to hurt the relationships, and it's ultimately going to hurt who I am. And the most important thing is no matter what he's called us to, it's, it's really about how we are developing and transforming in him. What I do is an outflow of that. Yes. Even parenting, marriage, all of that. And it can be very hard to separate that out. I know as a parent, you want the very best for your children. The amount of prayer, the, the one thing I've done that I am the most happy about is through the years I've journaled. And I've journaled in three written binders so that someday when I'm gone, my kids can come back and each take out their parts of the journals and have. Because in there I can express over their lives how I pray for them. Prayers that were answered, blessings, hard times, times when maybe they could see by looking at these, oh, that's what she was wanting for us. It wasn't she was just trying to be mean or, you know, whatever. And so I just think at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, if I'm not operating in that place, you can quickly see it. You'll focus on things that don't really matter in the mm -hmm. long run. You may react to someone um, more curtly than you would. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll send off an email you wish you could get back. Um, mm -hmm. Those kind of things. So I, I just, I think there's no way to be successful in this mm -hmm. if it's not rooted in, in God. Well, and it, you know, it's like you said a minute ago, whether you're married or, and you mm -hmm. have children, none of those define who you are. You are Tracy, daughter of the Most High God, creator of the universe. He's your father. But it is okay that God has also put something in you that's going to go beyond that to do what you what you do. And I know I'm speaking to a lot of women out there that have some things that they want to do that they feel called to, but they can't for fear or the husband can't handle it or what am I going to do about these kids? And when it's all said and done, years down the road, it's still there. And they're working through some resentment now because they never had the courage to step up to the plate and go, I think I have a gift in this, but oh. I never went there. What would you mm -hmm. say? Go there. <laughs> and the first thing I would say is fear. Um, we all know the scripture, I'm sure. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. And sometimes you may just have to repeat that to yourself time after time after time. I told you my daughters took me um, rock climbing. I don't have a fear of heights or any of that, but for some reason I had a fear of failing in that fun event mm -hmm. and, and I thought God you're trying to show me something here mm -hmm. and I walked up to that wall and I just stared at the wall and I go no fear mm -hmm. and it wasn't even about the rock climbing later I realized is we can become 
so fearful of failure, we actually paralyze ourselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. If it's in relationships, if it's in pressing out and going beyond anything we've done before. But fear is, to me, a hallmark of a lack of time with Christ. Mm -hmm. you've, you've got to have that coming together because it, my identity could easily be shot down any moment. I mean, someone could say something, send ugly. I'm, I've been surprised at taking over, you know, as I look at these poor people that are in the public light all the time, and it might be easy to make fun of them or say, well, they asked for it. I don't think anybody genuinely goes out and asks to be sent vile emails. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. but if I found my identity as the president of Texas Eagle Forum, yes, you're I in trouble. am in big trouble. But Tracy, how, how does Scott, is her husband's name mm -hmm. also, and mm -hmm. the kids, y'all all have to be in, and y'all have to be united front. You have to be a team in this. And I know it just didn't happen over the years. Y'all, y'all come this far after all these years of being married, and now your oldest is 27, mm -hmm. and you have an eight year old. Have y'all held it together and so that you could still have, be able to do this? Again, working it out. If you're not committed, mm -hmm. you know, as a parent, I think sometimes we, we in our hearts, are like, well, that's a no-brainer. I'm going to do whatever it takes. In a marriage, I think sometimes we've let that slip. Mm -hmm. And so I would start with marriage because that is the, the foundation for us as parents and the way God set it up. And so, mm -hmm. you know, with, with my husband, he has always been somebody that was very supportive. But even in that, we've had to work out uh, who's going to watch the kids or how much time is this going to take away or I am doing a position that's completely volunteer. So you're looking at 40, 50 hours sometimes in a week of contacting other people, studying, whatever it is, and, and there's not a compensation in, in this world, so mm -hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. um, and so there is teamwork that has to come again. We, um, we do pray together. We have gone through definite definite rough patches and mm -hmm. people would be I think surprised to know in the last five years it's probably been one of the hardest times in our marriage mm -hmm. and we had to keep working why because we were committed to each other yes. we were also committed to be parents to those children mm -hmm. and it was important to us that we could focus on you know I think people would have said to me in that time why did you step out then to get involved in Eagle Forum you should have spent all your time focusing on your marriage the truth is, that's when God opened the door. Okay. And when he did, my husband agreed to it. Mm. And quite frankly, it probably saved his uh, bacon, so to speak, in the sense of I would have focused everything on that. Mm -hmm. And it would not have been pleasant, I don't think. I think God showed us mm -hmm. he was willing to fill me up mm -hmm. to be able to do the things that I needed to do at Dallas Eagle Forum. And it was time. I, stay, I was a stay-at-home mom. I've been a stay-at-home mom and a homeschool mom for, been a stay-at-home mom for 27 years. Um, again, I think you said at the beginning, when I went into this, I was, I was not planning to be married or um, especially not be a homeschool mom. Mm -hmm. And God had a different plan. And I'm forever grateful. Mm -hmm. But you really have to look at it day by day by day mm -hmm. because you're going to have some good days and you're going to have some bad days. And are you committed across the board yes and are you committed when it gets really difficult and, and maybe you even have a valid reason for walking away 
is that really what you committed to when you stood before each other? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, for us, it's him or that's it, mm -hmm. and Scott and I. And so we've, we've really put the time and effort into that. Yes. I, I want to encourage people. It's so easy to look at somebody and think, oh, they have it all together. Let me assure you, I do not. Yes. <laughs> Same here. So short of the relationship with God, I would be a basket case. I mean, I, I just, he is not a crutch. He is the purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. And the really, I, I think y'all would agree to this, the power or strength that comes in you when you are settled in that place mm -hmm. is beyond yourself. Mm -hmm. And even in raising children, I mean, we've had issues with each of the childbirths and, and with Samuel when he was born and just daily having to leave that little guy in the hospital and praying over him and trusting that God was going to do with Samuel's life what God had planned mm -hmm. for Samuel's life. So, mm -hmm. you know, we've walked through... Uh, different issues, losing a job, um, having a child born at 27 weeks. I mean, there have been things we've walked through that are stressors and that should have maybe destroyed us. But um, there's no doubt turning back to him, relationships, good friends that are also godly wisdom and, and provide godly wisdom. I look for people in my life that challenge me. Mm -hmm. I want people to call me out if I need to be called out, and I want people that are there to challenge who I am. And if, if that's not in your life, I would encourage mm -hmm. to, to reach out and, and get people that, that push the envelope with you. That's right. That's right. Sure. So those are good answers. Okay. So we're going to get back on. Go ahead, honey. Okay. Get back on topic. Well, Tracy, I mean, kind of give us, you know, the, uh, the audience just a... Uh, just, uh, I guess, information of how the Texas Eagle Forum was formed. <laughs> and, of course, the, the founder of Te Texas Eagle Forum, uh, Phyllis, what's Phyllis's last name? She, she formed National Eagle Forum, Phyllis Shapley. Nashville, yeah. But she just recently passed away. So if you would just kind of tell us a little bit about that. Well, we were talking earlier. Uh, Phyllis was just an amazing woman and saw things well before the time, of her time. I mean, she was ahead of everybody. Um, what really impressed me with Eagle Forum when I was looking to get involved was they were not a one-issue um, group. And I love, there are many groups out there that they really focus on life or they focus on parenting. But Eagle Forum is across the board, national security, the budget, um, of course, pro-life and family issues and religious liberties. And I love that because I'm passionate about everything. And so this really fit for me. Um, the way Texas Eagle Forum was formed is really a, a cute story in, in the sense that there was, when Phyllis decided she wanted to start a movement, she knew we were going to need to organize as grassroots. And if you um, read or see some of her story, you know, this is a woman that went to law school. She had six children, went to law school, and she's 52. Um, I love that. I love seeing that as someone that will continue to challenge themselves. And I, the thing that's amazing to me, you know, you did say she passed away at 92. I don't believe there was one day she stepped off the battlefield mm -hmm. in that time. And she always wanted to honor God. Mm -hmm. And I, I did not know her really well, but I know women that did. And I got to watch her and got to sit at her feet at these trainings and, and listen to her. And, you know, the she saw her vision was grassroots across the country raising up women 
that would volunteer out of their passion, out of their heart to see this nation be a principled, godly nation, that they would rise up and, and speak and have a voice and that they would do it out of the love and passion they had, not just because they this was a job. or And so she was very successful at that. If you look, every state has a, an eagle forum in the, in the state, and I've been so blessed to meet so many of these leaders, these state leaders. I still feel like such a child in that role because these women have been in the trenches. They are, are just gracious but also powerful women, and um, they all... They just they stay out there. They're not. They do not shrink back. There's there's women still in their 70s and 80s that are, you know, you want to learn from mm. them. And uh, one of the things I was told with Texas Eagle Forum, it was founded basically kind of on the spot. Um, they had just finished with um, pushing back on the ERA, and you know, Phyllis is one of the founders, or if not the person that pushed to bring the Republican Party back to pro life. She was. That was her. Heart cry. I mean, okay. she, yeah. Um, so to see them put this this battle up and these women kind of rise up. I mean, it, it, the stories are just so great to hear. You kind of want to sit around the table and listen to these women. But one of them, they were, I guess, doing an interview, and someone said, "Well, who were you with?" And and the woman responded, "It was Lenny Spivey. He was the, the first president of Texas Eagle Forum." And she said, "Texas Eagle Forum." Mm-hmm. She just kind of came up with the name on the spot. And so from there, we've had some incredible leaders like Kathy Adams, and that's who um, surprised me when she asked me to take this place. I thought I had a good 10 years learning at her feet, and um, it was actually just a few. Mm-hmm. And um, I think something that Phyllis really expected mm-hmm. was that you think on your feet, challenge yourself, be well-read on the issues. And I was told that if she ever asked you to do something, you do it and you don't ask how. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually at a dinner with her. And there was a group of us at Eagle Form dinner, and she walked right up to me. And I actually tried to not make eye contact because I'm really? like, oh, no, here it comes. And I had no idea what she was going to ask me. And that night, there was a guest speaker, and it was uh, Ted Cruz before he was running for senator. And she said, would you please go get senator? I mean, would you go get... Ted Cruz in his seat for dinner and I'm thinking okay so I walk over and tap him on the back and I said sir I've been told that if Phyllis Shapley asked you to do something you do it and you don't ask how or why you just get it done she's asked me to get you in your seat for dinner he turns and looks at me and says I'm nothing if not obedient Mm -hmm. walks over and sits down next to her and I'm thinking thank you I've got that one I mean she asked me to do something I got it done well, I don't think much about it. Three hours later, after dinner, and everybody's hanging around, I'm walking out the door, and she's standing by the front door, and I, like I said, don't have that many conversations with her. And she looks at me, and she says, now get him in the Senate seat. Mm. And that's when I realized, wow, she doesn't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. She is always paying attention and strategizing. And yes, he went on to get in the Senate seat, not to I didn't. I didn't handle that. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, it was just very interesting to see how she knew those women that she worked with. Relationships mattered to her, mm-hmm. and I would just um, again, you know, getting involved with what Texas Eagle Forum. Uh, it's a. It's really a blessing and an honor to do this. Okay, so that's a good segue into kind of explain what exactly it is that y'all do and the difference that you make. The mission. 
The mission. The mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really to help keep Christian pro-family, pro-life values at the forefront of Texas. Okay. We talk with legislators. We do um, go down to Austin and speak with them. More, I, I'm a citizen. I'm an active citizen. We do want to educate people. So we, a lot of like Dallas Eagle Forum, we were there. We would bring in speakers on a variety of issues. I think it's very important that we know the issues that we're, talk, you know, fighting for. So many times you'll see someone, maybe you'll see a headline and you take from that headline and run with it. We really want to make sure that the, the women involved with Eagle Forum get the education they need. We also want to make sure we're motivating these men and women. We do have men, so I don't mm-hmm. uh, But to me, the word that comes to mind is we educate, motivate, and activate. So if we've got some legislation, not a great example is when the mm-hmm. pro-life legislation was down there two summers ago in a special session. We have took 25 women down there. Okay. And these women would sit in the hearings. You sign in to the hearing on the side of the pro-life. Okay. Um, we would go sit in the gallery for hours on end just to be encouragement to our guys that were down on the floor supporting pro-life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the opportunity to get people, now for me it's around the state, but before, get people in your area, get them activated in voting. Mm-hmm. Get them activated in the whole voting process. Mm-hmm. You can be an election judge. You can knock on doors and get people out to vote. You know, the vote is your voice. And it, it, it no matter I think where you are in the world, we all want to know we're heard. Yes. And you have that privilege in this country. And I know people will tell you, oh, your vote doesn't count. I've seen elections won by 20, as few as 27 votes. Wow. So tell me your vote doesn't yeah. count. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you speak with your vote. And you speak, you know, any citizen can call their legislator's office and express their opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want to do. My job now is to, uh, to try to coordinate the different areas in Texas so that we can be a voice from each of those areas okay. Okay. and get people involved, not just in the Dallas area, not just in the Austin area, but, but all over the state. Mm. And it's, it's, it's kind of fun. I mean, when you really realize, yeah, I can actually express my opinion, um, I think it's real important to bring answers. Yes. You know, Eagle Forum, we don't want to just sit there and go, well, y'all aren't doing this, or we need more, you know, why are we having more rules on even the pro-life? It's like, are we willing to really put our money where our mouth is? Are we willing to support those men and women who will fight for those things when they need us? Are we there to just gripe at them when they're not doing what we want? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's true. Well, you, you're kind of, through that, you've kind of discussed, you know, your role, you know, at the uh, Eagle Forum, you know, to coordinate, you know, people from all over the state. You know, to uh, to go get behind this this uh, this movement. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a movement. I mean, whenever whenever God is in the in, is in the front of something, it's a movement. I like that. And so and so we 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 just uh, I, I would just like you know, kind of tell us more about your role. I mean, you kind of described it, you know, but really go in a little bit more into detail. And on the on the on the human side, on the on the, for the women that are listening, what is your what does it look like for you every day? Yes. <laughs> what what did you do? Somebody asked me that the other day. Tell me what you do when you get up until you go to bed. Yeah, men that are listening, uh, you you don't got it that rough. Just just listen to this. <laughs> That's great. For a moment, I flash back when early, my kids were all little, and we'd load all of them up, and I'd go to the grocery store, and I don't know why I did that, but I did. And how many of them are there? At that point, there was seven. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, we saw wow. seven, but when we go grocery shopping, I would take them all out with me. But we had fun. But I always thought it was interesting because people would come up and go, are they all yours? And I would think, no, I just hire children to take them out grocery shopping. <laughs> but, yes, our days are interesting. Um, as the president of Eagle Forum, I have Texas Eagle Forum, my first role to me is to pray. Okay. It's to pray for the state. It's to pray for our leaders. Um, it's also, I think, to have a demeanor that is um, gracious. Try to talk with people on both sides. Make sure that we are good listeners. Make sure that we're communicating. You know, I, I, I believe regardless of what I'm doing, I represent Christ. And so in acting that out, um, you know, there are people that are on a very different side of issues than I am. But they should still be treated with graciousness and kindness. Um, mm -hmm. So if you would say, look at a day. Um, and when we get up, my husband and I exercise. That's the one way to... I realized having a baby when I was 44, I was going to want to stay in shape and be around for a while. So that's really important. We kind of set our day through that time. Then um, I usually am having my quiet time and getting ready for the day. And then we have school. And I, once school year is in, summer's, summer's great because you kind of have that pressure off. As a homeschool mom, I always feel like there's, there's a burden. Yes. And, and it's there until you release next May. And it's so important because you always feel like you could do one more thing. And then, you, you know, you have meals and you have the house that you need to keep clean. You have that, the uniform for football that needs to be washed. I mean, these things are important. I've really learned that there's little things that you can do for your children that the, my older children have told me that I didn't realize at the time. To me, it was just a matter of going to get a cup of coffee with them or maybe it was going to... You know, like with Sam, my son Sam, you do his uniform and it's ready to go. And you don't really think they're that big a deal. But to them, it was the fact you would sit down while you're kind of rushing around. And, and ladies, and men, but ladies, <laughs> I really have to work on this one. Because if I'm getting focused on something, or I'm a little stressed out about something, and I'm focused on that, and one of my kids comes in, the first response that's easiest is, wait a minute, hold on, stop. And, you know, sometimes... I don't think that we need to just drop everything every time our child walks in the room to tell you, you know, I want a, I want a snack or whatever it is. But, but I look at everything as a lesson or a, a refining in process. And so I have had to learn over the years what is very dear to me that started out a little bit like when the kids are mom, 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 mom. And you think, if I hear mom one more time. But then I've, I've, also, I've walked through and matured in my life, but I've also watched friends lose children. And it really occurred to me to hear that mom in a whole different way. And it is a refining part for me. Again, there's times I want to go, is it that hard to just let me finish this email? You know, you see me over here, mommy, do anything? Oh, no. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And I, I've noticed sometimes if I will just stop, and close it and look at them and listen. That's all it was. How long does it take? It's like qual it quantity versus qual quality mm -hmm. versus quantity, right? Mm -hmm. It's an old yeah. thing, but yeah. it's true. If you've got younger moms, they will tell you that you do feel like at times you go to the bathroom and fingers come under the door. That's not a joke. It really happens. And you take a bath, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or that they show up as soon as the phone rings. Mm -hmm. Johnny on the spot, they just happen to know you're now on the phone and they're looking at you asking you for everything possible. It's not about them. And it's so funny because... <laughs> There were times I'd be doing the, like, stop it, giving them the eyeball look, you know, like, can you just wait? Mm -hmm. And and I believe, again, 
it's refining for them. The mm -hmm. world doesn't revolve around them, but the world doesn't revolve around me either. And so, you know, the, the homeschooling, there are days that we feel like we have some of the just best days ever. And there are days, if you talk to my kids, they would tell you, oh, no, it's Kyle's reading lesson. Or, oh, no, it's so-and-so. We're running, we're leaving the room. And there are days it's tough because two things are happening. One, you, you want to get it done. And they're hanging off the couch upside down. Mm -hmm. The other is, you've chosen to do this for your children, mm -hmm. and it's it's that's a that's a heavy weight. Mm -hmm. And and you want to do it right, mm -hmm. and you want what's best for them. And so again, <laughs> learning more lessons. So one of the things I try to do by combining Eagle Forum and and my kids, I really do try to keep the first half of the day for them. The second half of the day tends to be more, um, if I'm going to set up phone calls and that kind of thing, I try to push that more to the after, later afternoon. Um, Do they understand that, if y'all come to terms with that? You know, one thing about my kids, they have always been supportive of me. I'm not saying that they haven't felt frustrated at times or that they haven't felt like they wish they had more time. Or, lately, I think sometimes they feel like, why don't you get something for this, in a sense? It's like, you do all this, why aren't they helping you? And I think that's just, that's kind of their sweet way of, you know, well, mom seems to be doing a lot, and where's everybody else? And that's how they see it. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize the gift they've given me by being supported. And they, you know, same with Scott. I, I, I think sometimes they don't see we could not do this if they were not helping. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my you, you were talking about responsibilities of legal form. My favorite thing that I do is when we pray for these state leaders and we pray for their families. Because if I feel this, I can't imagine what some of these guys feel and women mm -hmm. with their families. Mm -hmm. Because mine, I'm volunteering to do this. They volunteer to run, but at the same time, there's still a lot of pressure. And I believe we're called, you know, in the Book of Romans, it talks about praying for your leaders. That is critical. It's true. And I don't think we have anybody else to look at when there's a problem if we are not praying for our leaders. Mm -hmm. Is there, while we're on this, before we go on to the next one, is there any particular trial or tragedy that took place in your family with that y'all grew from that got you back on track instead of throwing up your hands going, this is too much. It's too much. How'd y'all work through it and stay on track? Get back on track. You know, when we... Um, when Sam was born, he's our middle son. We have the seven kids, and he's middle middle boy, middle son. And we were already in a really hard place in our marriage. And all of a sudden, we find out we're, we're expecting a baby, and that really took the focus then, and I thank God for that timing. But when he came at 27 weeks, that everything shifted to that. It no longer mattered how of course. the deep valley that he and I had been in, it was all eyes on this baby. And the church surrounded us in an incredible way. We taught youth group at that point. Mm -hmm. And we had actually shared some of the things in our marriage. We were careful, but we had shared with our youth group to, to let them know because one one of the girls had said one day to us, well, how would y'all know this? Y'all have the perfect life. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, honey. Wow. I looked at Scott and I go, shall we? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we just laid it out there yeah. for him. And, um, you know, when we walked through this with Samuel, he... Being 27 weeks, he had E. coli. He was a sick little boy. Mm. And we prayed and prayed. And so many people prayed. And we kept a journal by his bed. And people would write prayers. And we were, what we did when they would put him on our skin, 
they had found that was a way for these preemies to heal. They had tried in other countries where they didn't have enough incubators. Hmm. So we would go every day, twice a day, and spend several hours with him wrapped to our skin. And one blessing is he never did anything but really get better. Over 40 days, he just improved day after day after day, which was really against what they thought would happen. The other thing was we would read full uh, books of the Bible over him. We would read scripture over him every day. That's great. And he, his favorite scripture now has always been Psalms 139. Mm-hmm. And I love it because if anybody could claim that, and I tell you, every Friday night at a football game, when that kid's mowing down the field and three or four guys are hanging on him trying to pull him down, don't think that thought doesn't pop in my mind of what a miracle his life was. That's right. Yeah. And I, I think all babies are miracles. Mm-hmm. But um, this one, there was some extra work done <laughs> in the heavens on that one. Absolutely. Um, but that, that probably, you know, when you're facing a life, anyone that's facing something where there's a disease or a life issue, um, you know, that really puts you to the test. And then when we walk through this last season um, with just another time of our marriage is at the crossroads. And this time was, this one was do or die. Mm. And in the process, you know, Scott lost his job at a, a company after 20 years. Mm. And we knew at that point, I mean, there was no doubt having walked in our life, um, there had been growth, but I also knew I had to hang on to him for everything, for God, not Scott. Yes. Scott couldn't bring me answers. God could, mm-hmm. and he did. Mm-hmm. And he still is. I mean, there's still, there's a commitment every day. Um, he convicted me, I'm just going to be very honest, um, I would found myself some days being frustrated that I didn't feel like we were making the progress that we should have, and I'd kind of rumble under my breath, you know, and just one day, clearly, this God's just coming back at me going, seriously? This, this, you're, you're taking your mind into this place. I tell my kids I call it having coffee with the devil mm. because it's where you are rehashing things or you're complaining about things and you're not, you're not really sitting down with God. Mm-hmm. So what's the alternative? Mm-hmm. And so I really do, he really caught me there and I thought, wow, that had almost become a habit of when there was a conflict, no matter how small or big, I would walk away, you know, grumble, grumble. And once I quit doing that, I could not believe how easy a lot of the discussions were, but also the love for my husband that it wasn't not there before, but it was different. There's something when you're married, and we're going on 28 years, that it's almost new. By changing my attitude, there's new things I see in him. And there's new things that we, um, the way we connect. And so I want to encourage people that, you know, God's answers are are there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they can feel very far away and it can feel very removed. And things can happen to you that you had no control of. You had no say in until now. It's time for you to take the ownership. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's not always easy, but yeah, that's the way it's right. That's that faith walk, Mm -hmm. depending on Him. Sometimes our answers are right there, but we're trying so hard to go this way when the Lord's telling you this is not the right time. That's why you're so frustrated. It's not now, you know. Absolutely. Well, that's uh, that's 
I mean, that's, that explains a lot. I mean, seriously, I mean, how you had to buy, how you have to balance things. And how, you know, and of course, your first thing you do is prayer. And that's the first step, really, in anyone's life, is to ask God's advice and to say, you know, God, you know, it's all in your hands. And then your balancing will come. You know, I've been married for 28 years, and, and I know both you and Scott, I'm sure, have prayed throughout those years. And without that, you know what? He might, he may, things may not be the way they are today. Mm-hmm. So, you know what, Tracy, if you don't mind, would you mind just letting us know as listeners, you know, the Dallas shootings that went on this summer. How do you guys get involved in that, in something like that? And, and, and other instances, you know, that may happen throughout the state or the nation. How does te- Texas, what did Texas Eagle Forum do during the, while the Dallas shootings took place? Yeah, because people can identify with that. We all saw that on the news. And people thought, or just now hearing about you go, oh, they were down there. Okay, you're, what were you doing? Well, that was very personal for me because I actually had a child down there. And she called me on the phone crying and screaming, and we could hear in the background the sirens and everything, and then another friend texting me. So I'm on the phone, and I'm seeing this, you know, there's shootings in Dallas, and I'm trying to tell her where to go, and she's with her uh, boyfriend, and I'm like, head or the ball in the sky? You know, like the high regions. She's like, I don't know what that is. I go, you know, that big ball in the sky. Run that way, because I had an idea where Mm -hmm. she was, but I just... Knew she needed to get away, and she was. She actually ended up being very calm after we kind of started talking. She really did it. They did a great job of, of being in that situation. And what was interesting to me was, as I saw p- police had been shot. Um, it, you almost think, oh no, I, like, is this really where we're headed? You know, we, we've seen division, we've seen frustration, but are we really going here? And, you know, here's a child, my husband's going to go down there, he's, of course he's going to go get his daughter. We don't know what's going on. At one point he calls me and says, I'm in front of the Omni, and a friend texts me and says, they think the shooter's in the Omni. Um, I have friends immediately, I text to pray. They were in some event uh, in New York, and he asked them to stop and pray. So we had people praying. That was the other thing. Immediately sent out alerts to pray. We wanted to keep people advised. You know, like we have a Facebook and we have a, a mailing. So we did send st- stuff out about that. But right away we went down. We were invited to go down to the church. That's what I was going to say. How, how do y'all just get in? Did, did someone? I know your daughter called you, but on some of these events, not anybody can just get in. Do y'all have IDs? I mean, how do they know to, to get y'all involved that it's okay that you're involved? You know, sounds like a pat answer but God's opened so many doors and I believe it's up to us to recognize when he's giving us those opportunities mm-hmm. and there's a lot of opportunities I get a lot of emails for different things to participate in or to have Eagle Form participate in in Texas okay and they're not all necessarily things that we can do it's not that they're not good things it's just if we tried to do all of it then it, it would be I think water down what we're doing. You know, around the state, everybody's kind of autonomous. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's really neat because, like, we have um, the Dallas Eagle Forum is doing a PAC fundraiser, and that's their deal. They've set it up. They're doing it for the Dallas Eagle Forum, and you know, you've got women out in Lubbock. Uh, she does a newsletter. So 
what I, my job is to encourage them, and then we try to send emails out on a regular basis, especially during the session, to say, hey, this is what's up. If you live in this county or you live in this district, you may want to contact this legislator. But when it came to the thing with Dallas, it was just a, a matter of a pastor who knew all of us, and we had been... It gets back to the building relationships, honestly. Mm -hmm. And he called us because he knew we had a heart for prayer okay. and because I could send stuff out around Texas. And so it was a kind of two-pronged thing. So we went down there within about four days of when that happened, and we were able to prayer walk the entire area. This church had actually been part of the basically ground zero. Mm. And they are there for the very issue of reaching out to that community. So we got together with a group of pastors and leaders from various churches and went out in groups and prayed over these different areas where the shootings had happened. And when I was done, I felt like it was on my heart and I needed to share that with mm -hmm. the people in Eagle Forum that are in Texas. So I typed up a report or whatever you want to call it, just a testimony, and sent it out to encourage them. And um, like I said, we do that. We do prayer calls. You know, it, I just feel like he is... When Kathy was there, you would just see he, he had a path for her and he would open doors. And for me, it's just been, it's a little different path, but he's opening up some very interesting doors. And some of them are people from a completely different side of the aisle for me on some issues. But we're going to sit down and have conversations and we're going to build a relationship based on the fact yes. we're both humans. We're both created by God. Um, how am I supposed to treat someone? I'm supposed to treat them. With love, that's right. Yeah, just and you just keep your keep your focus on the purpose of being there. Set all that aside, and that's what that's a lot of the problems that we have right now is because we can't deal with people who don't believe the way we do, or, or not necessarily walking the way we think they should. When you go, what are we doing here in the first place for? What does it have anything to do with that? Well, I think you lose credibility. Mm -hmm. You know, if I say I'm a believer, but but what you get from me is don't do this, don't do that. You know, I'm not saying, I stand on principle. There will be things you will never change my life, my mind on. But God convicted me before I got into all this. Your opinions are your opinions. What you stand on and believe, you better be able to back up in Scripture. And so that, for me, like pro-life, those issues come from a foundation of that principle and truth, not my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to not be personal in what I do. It doesn't mean that my heart's not in it, but somebody may say something ugly to me, and I could turn that into a war, mm -hmm. or I could say, "Sorry, you feel no. that way. I I'm sorry if that came across that way." You know, so I think there's a lot of ways that we can communicate and build relationships with people, even if we completely disagree on everything. We can agree to disagree, exactly, mm -hmm. and you know? do it. You know, sometimes I know I even sometimes I go Ugh, when people say, "Well, you, you know, we just need to love," and you feel like. That love means we just need to not get into any conflict or offend anyone because mm -hmm. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's really not even about the other person. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to feel uncomfortable. It's about feelings, yeah. I want to feel and, that. You know, I'm, I'm for speaking truth, but we can do it in a way that isn't an attack or isn't, um, you know, I think about with my kids, go back to that, or my husband. How many times have I said something that came out like, a dagger and it was more because I was either fearful or was angry out of fear and we we did an experiment one time with our kids and to this day I think it's one of the best ones we ever did 
we got a tube of toothpaste, and I had the kids squirt it out, and they thought that was the greatest thing ever. So they're squirting out this whole tube of toothpaste. And they're looking at me like, what's this for? I said, okay, now put all the toothpaste back in the tube, and whoever can do it will get $40. You should have seen them. Toothpick. I mean, you name it. They're trying to scoop all that back in there. And, I, and when they finally realized they couldn't, they're like, okay, what? Well, there's a teaching lesson here. You know, in homeschool, everything. You go, to, you go to the grocery store, it's a lesson. You go to the gas station, it's a lesson. So they knew there's a lesson. And the point was, once they're out, those words are out, you can't put them back in. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's, it's very important that what I say, and, and, and I had to go back. I mean, I, have, I don't know about growing up with your parents, but I'm sorry. Saying I'm sorry as a parent to a child. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. I had to do that the other day. Come to find out it was wrong and I was right, I was wrong. I mean, it just kept going. We basically figured it out. But still being willing to go to that child and say, you know what? I should not have said that. I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Going to that person that is in Austin that you have a different opinion. Um, I work on some legislation that they just see our name and they see that and immediately it's a shutdown. And so how do you build any kind of relationship there? And just be respectful. Even if they're not, that does not change how you act or respond. Well, and, and, that, and that goes back to what we're saying in the very beginning and why you're here is because your devotional time with God and being filled up on Him and having His love fill you up is the only way that you can do any of this yes. and be someone other people want to be around and remain who you are when people don't want you around and you walk away from there instead mm. of going, I'm done with this and taking it personally or it's like, you know what, it's just not meant to be right now, and, and go on to the next one and spend your time with those who do want you there. If we're not full of the Lord, we cannot behave like that. That's right. And, and that's, so, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I realize is, what an honor to be called His child. Yeah. And how mm -hmm. do I want to represent, how would I represent my earthly father? Mm -hmm. Then how would I represent my heavenly father? And there are so many places we could lash out or places where um, you could, you could maybe you're telling the truth, but you do it in a way that's, that's not with a grace or kindness. It's just important to me that people, um, if they're going to associate me with Christ, then I want that to be because he's in me, not because I'm just saying it. Yes. And consistently. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. And your kids held you accountable. You haven't had your devotional time yet, right, Mom? We can tell. You know, it's so true. Wait till they tell you. Told on yourself. I had, I had angry eyes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's angry eyes? Mm -hmm. And I caught myself one time in a mirror. Oh, boy. I think I that, if they're I seeing that, you know, bless their heart, because that, woo. Yeah. kids know. <laughs> I had to work on the angry eyes. They know. <laughs> It's good. Um, well, Tracy, do y'all have, uh, well, huh, this is going to be a silly question. Do you have any upcoming events in the Texas Eagle Forum? I mean, uh, mm -hmm. just in about, what, a couple of months, uh, the presidential election and other elections are taking place. So I'm sure you guys are pretty, pretty much ramping up right now. One of the fun things I like is just getting to, um, we did some candidate vetting through, it was more of the primaries, but... You know, you get to learn so much about those offices and what these judges do. And, and I've got to say, just a little plug here, vote down ticket. Okay. You've got to vote the whole ticket. Mm -hmm. Because what I don't think people realize is 
the judges and your local officials have so much impact on your life and, and really way more day-to-day -day than federal. And so I would really encourage people to please vote down ticket. Mm -hmm. um, we're actually doing some traveling a little bit around Texas speaking and we're going to do some um, meet and greets kind of, you know, with the new president and getting to know people and what we're planning to do. Mm -hmm. We're going to be um, going down to Austin and hopefully being an encouragement as well as being there to share what's important to us and the things that we're looking at to see happen. Um, why don't we do a faith and family day, but that's not until March or February, depending mm -hmm. on when that is. And we hope to get people down there. It's really a neat experience. Like I said earlier, if you go to Austin when they're in session and get to see how all that works mm -hmm. and just be thankful. I mean, I have to sometimes stop. And I mean, it's easy to make jokes or say things about government or politicians, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful I live in a country and in a state where I can be part of a process mm -hmm. and I can vote and I can be in a group like this where we, we you know, get information out to people. And what a blessing to get to go speak to people. I was so excited. Somebody said, well, you can talk to us about getting uh, women in the church and, and how they can get involved in the government. I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. I would love that. Um, and, and just there's so many people I've met from just all walks of life. That, that they love this nation, and they love God, and they want to see that all at the best it can be. And it, it does your heart good, you know, when you see people, um, just the different things that people come up with, like you guys, the creativity. You know, and I look around the people in my life and how creative they are and where God's opening doors mm -hmm. that you just would never think, think to do that. Mm -hmm. So I hope that by his call in my life in this arena, I can make some impact that would be just a blessing to people and encourage people and mm -hmm. let them realize we're not all so different, you know, <laughs> that we are all created his image. Even if you don't acknowledge him, mm -hmm. that doesn't change the fact he created you in his image. Right. Mm -hmm. And since Scott brought up the political year that we're in, you know, I, I had this key phrase that came up this morning and I felt like the Lord was saying, you know, we hear in your vote counts, your vote counts, well, your vote counts, but so does your prayers. And a lot of people don't know that they that there's an organization like y'all out there that they can join in and pray and be very specific and get with other people that share their beliefs and encourage them to continue when they're away from there to, to stay on you know stay focused on it and to remind people to not just vote do both. Oh, I, that's so critical. Mm -hmm. My probably some of my favorite moments have been somebody maybe texting from the floor saying. Would you please pray right now? From the floor. And you're like, oh my goodness, yes. You know, and they believe, they're, they're trusting us to do this. And um, we had one senator pull a little card out that we made with eagles on the front. You open it up, it has the scripture about, you know, rise on eagles' wings. Yes. And, um, but we had, my, my number was in there, and it says, we are, we are praying for you and your family. And I saw him one day up at Austin. He pulled it out, showed it, and he carries it in his wallet. Nice. And I thought, thank you, God. Yes. Because you know, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to stay interested. No. And, and I love that. That, that to me, um, we'll do prayer conference calls. And so I love think technology. I love that because you can get people all over the state. Mm -hmm. Y'all call in. And we had a, a, a large group of candidates that we got to pray over last mm -hmm. time and, and pray with them. Wonderful. And if there's something um, like the shooting, we did a prayer call for that. And, and so when those things come up, the power of prayer 
that you ask how we do all this, I believe in the power yes. of prayer. And so I just know my job is to continue down that path. Mm-hmm. And however it gets laid out in front of me, mm-hmm. then I have to trust him and, and, and continue to pray because what's the next step? Mm-hmm. And it's not just I'm talking to God with no response. It is a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so to get to do that personally, do it with your family and then do it with friends or colleagues or, you know, just even people that we don't know that say, hey, I heard you do a prayer mm-hmm. call and, you know, people get on there and pray with us. Mm-hmm. That There's nothing to mm-hmm. me more powerful. Well, prayer is very intimate, too, and mm-hmm. create relationships. And I just kind of sense the spirit right now. I'm going to jump over this a little bit. So if somebody wants to be involved, there's some prayer warriors they're going to be listening to this and reading about this. How do they get involved? I went ahead and did it now just because we're on it. Yeah, we are re, uh, building our website. I'm very excited. And um, that what is, is it? TexasEagle.org. And you can go there and, and ask to sign up, send a note, send an email to me, or you can email me at um, Tracy, it's T R A Y C E dot Bradford, B R A D F O R D, at gmail.com. And we will put you on the list for when we have these prayer calls. Mm-hmm. And Or if they just want to be involved in general, we'd love to have them really wanting to um, get the word out. And again, like I said, different different areas in the state. We have a great gal down in Houston. I mean, it's just really neat to see these people around the state. And I've always been somebody that's kind of like, let the Lord lead you, run. I don't want to mm-hmm. cookie stamp out, you know, this mm-hmm. is how it's got to look. I trust you. Mm-hmm. Um I'm learning to give a little more direction because mm-hmm. I think there are people too. They're like, "What do we do?" Mm-hmm. And so we're growing and we're hoping to reach more people. But our focus will always be faith in God, mm-hmm. family, state. Exactly. That's right. It is. Okay. So, what kind of needs does your organization have? I guess like all of them. First of all, honestly, people people to want to get engaged in the process and it doesn't have to look I want to really encourage especially young moms I couldn't go you know it was a little different when we had Zeke because we had older children and it it was hard to get out and go when you have little ones and I'm not I I didn't really I wanted to go but I was not called to go at that point and I would sit at my desk and I would pray I pray the news stories I'd pray whatever I could get. I'd journal. Mm-hmm. To this day, I go back and look at journals from years ago and realize that those prayers made a difference. Mm-hmm. Voting. Even if that's all you get to do that year is pray and vote, you've yes. impacted what's happening mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're impacting the future for your family mm-hmm. as well. So we, I just say, wherever you are, please pray. Mm-hmm. After that, please get registered to vote. Eagle Form, personally, we love to have people involved. We'd love to have people involved. Um, if there's groups in your area, to direct you to those groups. If you're interested in learning more about some of the legislation that we're interested mm-hmm. in, um, we could always use financial help. Um, you know, that's something that we trust God, really. We don't do a lot of fundraising. Or um, This is the first year. Just real quickly, if I can tell a God story. When Kathy handed this over, she was transitioning out. Um, I knew that we had this big banquet in May that's uh, at the convention. And we we don't operate on a huge budget, and I trust God. He's always been faithful to provide for what we need. And it was very interesting that we were trying to put on this event, and when I got the cost for the production for that particular center, 
there was just, it, it was astronomical. There was no way we could even afford just video cameras. And somebody said, well, what if we donated that money for the video cameras or for that? And I said, then you should get rid of me. Because mm. if I would spend that much money on something like that, I, I'm not going to do well running this organization. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had to pray because it looked, mm. quite honestly, there were so many things that went wrong mm. that this event looked hopeless. Mm. And all I needed to do was get with this gal that's helping us and pray with her. Yeah. And that brought us together because she's helping us learn how to restructure and and do some of this, but she's just a God, God-loving woman, and mm -hmm. we were praying and praying. Do you know, we ended up, God put on her heart to reach out to this one particular barbecue place down in um, Dallas, right behind the convention center. Mm -hmm. We ended up in that place, sold every seat. It was packed house. Wow. We had worship music playing. We had, I mean, this was our Texas Eagle Forum dinner. And we brought in the Benham Brothers, and we brought in Roy Moore. The whole point of that evening was a lot of what we're talking about. Get involved. God does not give us a spirit of fear. We ended the whole evening with uh, a former state rep, Scott Turner, praying mm -hmm. over all of the right. people. They stood, and we, I mean, I wanted them to leave with a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, when it the, it, the night started, and I looked out at all that and thought, all the times I thought we were never going to be able to even break even that I didn't know if we were going to sell 100 seats. Mm -hmm. When I looked out at the audience, I mean, it was only just God keeping me from, I think, bawling my head off mm -hmm. because I saw he answered prayer after prayer after prayer, and it was all right in front of me. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Uh, so, Well, I just want to say to everybody listening, if there has ever been an opportunity where you saw an organization, maybe you, you, maybe you have it in your desire to, to support something financially out there, but you just really haven't been able to find anything because you've researched and realized, oh, these people that are behind this, I can't get behind them. Well, after you've listened to Tracy's heart now for uh, over for a long time now, <laughs> um, and you here's you an opportunity. You, if you're passionate about the po political system in some ways, listen to what she just said. Pray because this is someone you can. This is something you can get behind because this these are the kind of people that are behind this. Just thinking that you could, you know, help support an organization where there are people out praying for our political leaders. I mean, yeah. seriously, y'all, that's awesome to know that you guys are, and you know, that you're around, and your hearts are for the Lord, and you're praying for our political polluted system. Absolutely. So. Hmm. Well, that's just awesome. You know, this uh, Tracy. If there was one thing, yeah. of course, there's a million things yeah. I know because of, it's so important. What you, what you do and what your organization does for the state and for the nation. What's the last thing you would want to leave with listeners? If they really... What, 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 what's important to them to remember? That's a good one. The thing that came to my mind is the journey of life is so unpredictable. And... I think we're at a place in our nation where we all kind of wonder what's what's happening. And I have found great peace in turning to God and knowing He is sovereign. That regardless of world leaders, regardless of, you know, after just going back and watching some of the stuff from 9-11 and just being you know, heartbroken all over again, you mm -hmm. know, watching that, God's still on the throne. And I just want to encourage everybody no one's on this earth 
by accident. There is a plan and a purpose. Even if you are not recognizing God, He recognizes you mm-hmm. and put that plan and a purpose in you. And just trust that He will bring, you know, with that scripture, all things work together for those that are loved and called according to God. I look at that and I think there are days it feels like it was almost like a bad joke. You know, but if I know the character of God, mm-hmm. I know that's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I would just really want to encourage people that um, you are not here by happenstance. Yeah. And you have a plan and a purpose in your life. And whether it's praying with us or, or getting really involved in going down to Austin or running for office, wherever you are in the world, you know, that you can get involved. And it's not even in the political realm that each person on this earth has purpose and I just want to encourage you that it's available it is possible just because someone's purpose seems to be flourishing and maybe you feel like yours isn't you're you're not seen or you're not heard that's not not true and and I've learned about God's timing Mm -hmm. and um, I would have loved some of this stuff to have happened you know when I was 20 but that was not God's plan and so I just I hope you would be encouraged today to know you, your, my purpose isn't Teresa. That's not. We don't have the same purpose, mm-hmm. but we have the same God. Yes. And I think that that's the thing to remember that you're loved, and valued, and cherished, but you're also called mm-hmm. to do something. Mm-hmm. And I just hope, I hope people will ponder that. Mm-hmm. That's real good. Hmm? Well, <laughs> I don't know. You had your, you had your yeah. Bible open. Okay. Well, I do, and uh, I thought Teresa wanted to say something, so. Um, you know, I was just this morning. I was looking for scriptures about how government um, is in the is in the Bible. And man, I tell you what, it's uh, there, there are millions of not millions, but there are hundreds of scriptures that have to deal with government. And uh, you know, as I read as I've read read through the Bible um, several times, um, one of them that really stuck out in my mind was Second Chronicles, and and. It really, to me, describes what Texas Eagle Forum and the National Eagle Forum is really doing. They're covering not only the legislators and the people in government with prayer, but they're but they're covering you, yes, who live in this nation with prayer. It, you have no idea how important that is. The first step for anyone in this country to realize God is sovereign. God's going to take care of it. But if we kick him out, mm-hmm. hey, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, so there's a scripture here in 2 Chronicles. And uh, it's 2 Chronicles 20, and it's 6 through 9. I'd like to read that to y'all and just kind of reflect what Tracy's talked about when I read these scriptures. O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might, so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God, who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel, and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? And they dwell in it, and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, We will stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name is in the temple, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear, and you 
Lord God will save. That's Texas Eagle Forum. God's first. Tracy, thank you. What an awesome, awesome podcast. I've learned so much, you know, about Texas Eagle Forum, just sitting here listening. And, and I know everyone in this podcast, wherever you are in this nation or in this world, you just see how passionate Tracy is about keeping God first. Prayer covering all parts of our nation. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said before, who, who out there listening wants to get involved mm-hmm. in an organization that has to do with politics and our political system and doesn't know where to go or who to get involved with? And then listening to Tracy now for over an hour and hearing her heart, hearing the Lord through her, knowing that somebody of her character mm-hmm. and her love for God is in this organization that you can get involved in to pray, to give, to be involved. I mean, what a blessing. What a blessing for for the state of Texas to... I'm sorry to have you, Tracy. I mean, I know you, but you know what? I, I want y'all to get to know her. I want you to go to their website. I want you to read more about her. I want you to read more about this organization, and I want you to get involved, okay? There is something that you can do. You can not only vote, but you can get with some people, and you can pray, and it does make a difference. God is sovereign, y'all, and we can be passive and say, my vote's not going to count anyway. Well, you know what? Your vote does count, and God is also, like I said, sovereign. When we don't do anything, we also, you know, we're going to reap what we sow. How can we expect the things to go the way we believe they're supposed to go when we don't do anything? You know, he's a good daddy, and uh, he's not going to get out there and do things that we can do for ourselves that he knows we should be doing ourselves. So don't be mad at him when things don't go the way you want them to go. You do your part. And again, get involved with this organization and know that this woman sitting here with us is, is running it. It's just awesome. So that's all I've got to say, honey. Yeah. Do you want to use your evangelistic gift right now? Well, yeah, that's what I was, <laughs> that's what I was just uh, really wanting to point out that throughout this podcast, we've been learning about legislation, um, how the Texas Eagle Forum um, deals with uh, legislators and how we pray, they pray over it. And there, you know, there, there's some people in this world right now that are listening to this podcast. And I'm talking to you right now. You have no idea what we're talking about. Not the legislation part. But the praying part. And you're thinking to yourself, wow, I just listened for over an hour to how passionate this lady is about God. And I want to get to know him. Mm -hmm. I want what she has that drives her to do what she does. Is that you? I think it is. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but God does. So we're going to give you a chance right now. If you want to know what prayer is, if you want to know who Jesus Christ is and why he died on that cross for you, then here's your opportunity to give your life to him. 
And then everything in your life will change because then it's going to be about him and not about you. Not about you. That's what you've heard for over an hour. Someone named Tracy Bradford who said, God, it's in your hands, not mine. So if you've never given your life to Jesus and you truly want to give your heart to him, I encourage you to do that right now. Whatever you're doing, if you're driving, pull over. Okay? And I'd like for you to close your eyes and repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for who you are. Lord, I'm a sinner. But I believe that you died on that cross to forgive me of my sins. And you say, if I ask you, you will forgive them. Lord Jesus, please forgive me. Oh, Jesus, thank you for this life to begin again, to dedicate myself to you and give my life and my soul to you. And it's in your powerful name we pray, the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer of salvation, I'll tell you what, and if you never have done that before from your heart, man, we are so, I mean, we're just ecstatic on this side of the microphone anyway. And I know the angels in heaven are dancing right now. And, uh, and you know, we're just so happy for you. And so if, if you'd like to, you know, you can come, you can uh, reply to our, our email, which is, honey? Info at livingitup.org, honey, or Facebook. <laughs> you know, we're not real big into Facebook. Y'all know that. We put all of our time into this podcast, our invisible audience. But mm-hmm. you can uh, comment on Facebook. We're going to have some information about this. We'll have our picture and short video. Feel free to do that. That's right, because we want to be praying for you. Just like this whole session was about praying over legislators, people, nations, states. And, and you can have someone like Tracy praying for you. I mean, seriously. That's right. That's pretty cool. That right there. Uh, I'd sign up for that one for sure. So, <laughs> I know she's prayed for me. That's one of the reasons that you're sitting here. Okay? <laughs> uh-huh. we, that's a whole nother podcast. Well, listen, we thank you so much, uh, wherever you are around this uh, great nation or around the world. And uh, we want to say thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Yeah, you're an encourager, and, and, and you've encouraged everyone who's listened to you today. And, and we just want to say, God bless America. Mm-hmm. That's right. Anything else, Tracy? I don't think you can top that. Okay. God bless America. That's right. That's right. Anyway, we love you guys. Thanks again for listening. And until we talk to you tomorrow, keep living it up, everybody, while beginning. While beginning again. again. Say it, Tracy. While beginning again. <laughs>